Welcome, everybody, to the Robert John and the Wreck podcast. We are a five-piece rock and roll band from Orange County, California, that travels the world eating local foods, drinking local drinks, and melting faces. I'm Steve. I'm Andrew. I'm Warren. I'm Henry. I'm Brett. I'm a guest. <laughs> Brett. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back, Brett. And also last week's guest. Yes. So. Yeah, what am I this week? I'm a special sit-in? What do you call it? You know, what's you're, the right... You have to pretend on? you're Robert the whole time. Series regular. Oh, yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Oh, oh Robert, I don't know wore glasses. Robert, um, where's your, where's your uh, whiskey soda, dude? Oh, uh, oh, I forgot to get it. Bring a dozen beer. Oh, okay. <laughs> Watch this just become the shit on Robert. He watches it back. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah, the problem is he's not going to watch it back, so we can say whatever we want. Yeah, he, yeah. he doesn't listen to it if he's not here. That's okay. He's going to listen to the podcast on the way home or something like that. Yeah. So Robert, Robert is out tonight checking his wedding venue out, and he's getting married next month. Yeah. Which I don't even skip a podcast for. Hell no. So that'll be interesting. A month from tomorrow. Our baby boy gets wild. hitched. Wild Even boy, so Robert. I'm excited. You guys beautiful venue, too. Very beautiful venue up in uh, the northern part of California. I'm going to cry my fucking eyes out, man. I love that, man. <laughs> I get emotional. Are you the wedding Sometimes. Sometimes. Can you, uh, no, I really hope. Can you this just next show, I really room? hope they're not going to be listening. Because all I'm excited <laughs> about is not having to hear Rachel... Tell Robert to propose to her. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys ever get that? Like to tell Robert to propose. Yeah, I never, I, I never got that. Got Wait, it. maybe once. I don't know. I, I haven't seen her as much as you guys have, though. You know, it's like I've been in the band for six months. What? Why are you <laughs> telling me? This? I don't think I have any pull here. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'll give it a shot. Hey, Robert, you should get married. <laughs> there you go. On tie it. the knot, RGs. Tie the knot. On it, Captain. Well, Captain, tie the knot. It sounds like you guys all did something very similar. So, yeah, it was a good. It was a great weekend. We went into. Uh, I'll let Brett elaborate on it more, but uh, we did a live uh, filming multicam big session over at DJE Sound and Lighting in uh, Foothill Ranch, California here, which was super fun and uh, just awesome to get back in there with the guys. And this time working on Brett's music, which was which was amazing. Um, I got my in-ears in. Thank you, Ultimate Ears. I'm, I'm wearing them right now, and I got this nifty wow. little uh, engraved box, and circular box. And... Uh, yeah, they're fantastic. I wore them all day today on the church gig, and they're comfy. I got the molds and everything, so I'm ready to 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 work, man. That's great. Right. We, yeah. uh, I was there when Steve first got them, and he like couldn't get the volume or something, so he had he turned it all the way up. <laughs> oh. And he's like, "Oh wait, I need to no, switch." No. This. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, ah. So, was, uh, so the if. For for those of you that that are unaware, unfamiliar with in ear monitors, um, they've got I, I got the uh, eighteen pluses, which so I think there's nine drivers in each ear module, and they're a lot louder than normal headphones. They sound fantastic, but they're a lot they have a lot more uh, volume than normal headphones. And I was plugging in. I had a connection issue with the uh, dongle 
for my iPhone when I was trying to <laughs> trying to. Sorry, uh, I don't know why dongle just makes me laugh. It's, it's a funny word, no, man. It's a technical term. <laughs> yeah, technical. Grow <laughs> up, Brett. Oh yes, yes. Oh, hey, hey, it's technical term. Oh, the dongle, dongle, yes. But um, yeah. So I I had the had the volume like all the way down, and I was going to creep it in, and it kept just playing over my phone. So I went to readjust it, and then when you plug the dongle in, then the volume comes in full bore, and I was just like, ah, it was crazy. <laughs> So, anyway, figured it, it out funny. real quick. It's nice. It's very funny. Yeah. Andrew, how was your week? I keep making steaks. I got an Instant Pot for my birthday. And do you guys know what sous vide cooking is? It's like where you yeah. put it in a bag. In a bag? And, um, it's not necessarily boil it in water, but you put it in a water, uh, thing of water that's like a really specific temperature for like an hour. And then you finish it on a grill or you finish it on something else. So, I think I... We got like a T-bone or something like that. My girlfriend works at a grocery store right now, so she became friends with a butcher. And so he keeps cooking us up with awesome cuts of meat for the weekend. Sooning's awesome. It's really hard to mess anything up. You know, if you like overcook chicken or things like that, it's like the best thing. You just like throw it in a bunch of water. It stays super juicy. Finish it in a pan. And then like you have a super juicy thing done. It's super awesome. Nice. So getting good at that kind of stuff. And I don't even think I've used the Instant Pot normally yet, like, to actually make pressure-cooked stuff. I've just been using it for sous vide, so. Does it come, awesome. are, are sous vide bags, like, different than, like, are um, they reusable, of, or, or it's, like, one time? A lot of people um, use vacuum seal bags, and those are only good for one-time use because you split them. But you can just use Ziploc bags and stuff like that. Oh, nice. And then I have been reusing them. I just sort of wash them out and then... We'll make something else in them until it like breaks or something. Yeah, that's awesome. Is it spelled S O U S space F? Uh, excuse me, space V I D E. Yes, sous vide. Sous vide. What's French for French? Don says that it sounds juicy. I, I put oh, a uh, yeah, Don. <laughs> I put is. a uh, I put a recipe. <laughs> that's super weird. Why did I do that? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, Brett. <laughs> Brett's on it tonight. <laughs> You can uh, check it out there. It's a nice uh, recipe. It actually looks fucking good. It is really good. And it's like, if you're bad at timing stuff, like I am sometimes with chicken, like it just dries out. It's like the best cure for that. And it's cool because you can't, um, you have to cook everything for about an hour. So that kind of sucks. But there's this window of one hour to three hours where nothing happens to the food. So if you're cooking a steak, there's no way to overcook it because the water's all the same temperature. Huh. So you have about three hours to pull it out and use it before it starts to just turn to mush. You got to get on That's it. That's good. Or? Well, um, I did cook. I did, God, I haven't had a homemade burger in a while, and I cooked Ooh. a phenomenal homemade burger. Shout out to the butchery in Costa Mesa. We had their smokehouse burgers. and Yeah, it was just good to have a homemade burger. He made me remember that. Um, But other than that, I played also in the comedy showcase uh, on Sunday with Steve and Brett and our other special guest. And um, it was a good time. Shot it at DJE. And, uh, you know, looks and sounds amazing, as usual, for everything that they do. Yeah. And uh, I was talking about they they have a jib now, and the jib shots just make the place looks huge. It's like incredible. What is a jib for people who might not know what a jib is? Yeah. And for anybody who doesn't know, yeah, it's essentially like a crane that a camera sits at the end. So you can do these big, long 
panning up and down shots. Um, and you've probably seen them. They're all over sports uh, fields and shit like that. Um, but it's cool that, you know, the, they're definitely stepping their game up there and uh, the production and the team is on point. And another thing that they have dialed uh, that's super important being a musician is their stage volume is so comfortable yeah, and everything sounds so good when you're up there that it just like, you just play better. So shout out to DJE and <laughs> yeah, go buy a right gym on, 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 on b and photo. <laughs> Ship it right to your door. Yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah. I wanted a gym. Yeah. That was pretty Bruce, cool. Um, I think, yeah, that's how I spell it. J-I-B. Yeah, J-I-B. Jib. So our jib at work, I named Kimmy Jibbler. (laughs) (laughs) I Uh, love that. Did you write it on there? You just called it They didn't let me. They would have gotten mad at me. I had some other name for a jib, too. I can't remember. Jibby. (laughs) Jib and the Restless? Jibby Kimmel? Jibby Kimmel. Yeah, I think I I had some jimmies (laughs) in there. Well, Jib from Jimmy the Hendrix? Jib from the what about, office? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Brett? How was your weekend? I kind of introduced a little bit of what we did. I had a great fucking weekend. I, I uh, was so lucky to... So basically, I write these dumb comedy songs, and uh, I just wanted to, to, to film a comedy special because I was feeling like I... We have a YouTube channel, and I like to film a lot of different videos and whatnot, and... I hadn't been able to do that, obviously, in the quarantine. I was like, I want to do this. And our good buddy, Nick Semino uh, at uh, DJ, and he was like, hey, if you ever want to come uh, shoot some stuff down on our stage, they've totally revamped their entire, um, uh, basically where they keep all their gear, they revamped it into this dope stage, like uh, Warren and Steve were saying. And it's incredible. And they've like hosted, um, excuse me, they've hosted uh, smaller Orange County music festivals there, like as far as having the bands come and, you know, play one by one virtually. And the crew was awesome. Like, yeah, it's five cameras. And uh, my buddies came down from LA to direct and uh, brought a, a DP with them. And like, they were blown away by the setup and just how on it people were. And then Stevie uh, and Warren were uh, beautiful souls, kind enough to lend me their talents uh, playing as uh, in, in the band with me. And uh, we had two other musicians, one of them you'll meet tonight. Uh, that was uh, that were incredible, you know. So uh, just very, uh, very lucky, and uh, yeah, it was. Uh, and that was yesterday. So, and I hadn't seen a lot of a lot of those people I hadn't seen in a long time uh, down at DJs. It was awesome to just to get to see them and um, hang out. I mean, I hung out with Nikki C last night until like twelve thirty at night. <laughs> we were on his patio, just drinking beers, smoking some weed. So it was awesome. Yeah. And then the day before, we shot some stuff for it, too. But, yeah, I just love, you know, it's just, especially in the pandemic, just to be able to get together with people and see people and then also just have that many incredible people coming together to to work on a project and just lend their their talent and time is just, you know, I'll never hear it, and I'm so grateful, and it was a blast. Likewise. Uh, Henry, what's up, dude? What's, uh, what's, what's the word in Maine? It's, uh, it's, the word is, uh, my brother, uh, came back from Brooklyn. So, uh, he's gonna hang out here for, uh, my last week out here. I'm, I'm, uh, flying back to California next week. So, uh, so finally the, uh, (laughs) the vacation is ending. Um, 
working vacation in a way just because i've been working on music pretty much every day since i came out here yeah uh, consistently um and yeah so he came out and uh, we had a little barbecue over the weekend um did some jamming uh he he was having fun messing around on drums and uh we were kind of just switching off playing drums and guitar and stuff like that and uh yeah just having a good time and then um i announced a a really cool thing that i'm really excited about um that since you guys were talking about dj i thought it was pretty cool um i actually recorded this at that same place uh i believe it was four months ago and um andrew played drums and uh my mm. best buddy adam did played bass and uh so there's a little live ep from my psychedelic rock band uh king tree and the earth weathers that's coming out on my birthday october 2nd oh yeah and i'm very excited for that to come out and um i had a really really great uh visual artist who also did the previous artwork uh goes by the name of roshi do uh, the artwork once again and uh yeah just killing it just phenomenal artwork i was like i just want to sketch and then he sends me this elaborate insane drawing and i'm like this is a sketch like you gotta be kidding me He's like, oh, yeah, I was just, you know, just thought this was a cool idea. I wanted to goof around with it. I thought it was fun. And it's, like, insane. It's there's, so like, all cool, these man. little, like, creatures on it. And there's, like, fire coming out of the bottom of my feet and stuff. And it's super-duper cool. So that uh, that comes out, the Live from a Stage EP comes out October 2nd and uh, features myself on guitar and vocals and the, uh, the great Andrew Spamman on the drums. Yeah, and then Adam on bass, and Adam on bass, yeah. destroying. Adam's an awesome bass player. Yeah. Wait, yeah. who's that? Adam who? Adam Dit. Adam Dit. I'm sure Dit? you'll meet him. D-I-T-T. D-I-T-T. Was he the most D-I-T-T. famous musician in Orange County, or what's his uh, what was his title? <laughs> <laughs> who did he play? Who did he play with before? Uh, he's played. I mean, he's played with Walter Trout uh, oh, technically, okay. and he plays with a band called Balto right now. Um, were you were you at that show, Brett? It was last uh, December at the Wayfair. Was it your uh, uh, your um, CD release? No, it was uh, it was like after Christmas. It was like late December last year. I, I, I think I might have been still in Nebraska back oh, in like, okay. the holidays. Well, anyways, he played that show with us, and I've been playing music with him for I think ten years now which Whoa. is pretty cool and yeah. uh yeah so excited for that well, what's everybody drinking was i was i was there sorry i was there and i i got to catch it live because i think it was right after we had filmed something else and i was like one of the only people oh. who wasn't working <laughs> and i was blown away by the set that you played that, yeah, that thanks, you guys man. that trio fucking absolutely destroyed so i'm excited yeah. that you decided to release that because that fucking people need to hear that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for people to hear it. It's like a different, different vibe, and I've always wanted to do the Power Trio record. So, it's gonna to be, be great. Honest, hell yeah! I was terrified playing that show because <laughs> we didn't rehearse, or we kind of rehearsed on stage, and then whatever we did was what we did. So, right, I'm like, uh, but uh, it came yeah, out great. It was, cool. it was super awesome. Yeah, man. <laughs> So speaking of, of playing music together for a long-ass time, uh, our special guest tonight, I started working with uh, 13 years ago, I believe. And uh, 
I know most of us here on screen have had uh, some extensive uh, experience with this fine gentleman. He's an incredible musician, done a lot of really rad shit and toured the world, and uh, we got to work with him yesterday for Brett's comedy special. Would you please welcome Mr. Mike Khalil? Yeah, buddy. Thanks, man. What's up, dude? Hey, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Good to be here. Hey, yeah. guys. Yo, hey, what's up, buddy? It's an honor to be here. Thank you yeah. so much for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us, man. Hell it's an yeah. Honor to have you, Mike. Aw. Very cool. Stop it. Very cool. Full circle moment. Fun fact Mike was my teacher when I was in high school. That's right. Yeah. Practice. Yeah. Pra practice. <laughs> we were doing practice. lots of practicing. <laughs> Against school protocol or anything like that. Nah, man. We nah, just man. We, we went to school, you know. Yeah, we went to school. We went to school. It, that's all, for sure. All these wholesome <laughs> activities that were just limited to playing guitar. Yeah, I, I was after everything. that year. I was like, I need to stay far away <laughs> from the children of the uh, of the world until I don't know to be continued. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, it was crazy, oh, but man. it was fun, and I get to say that I was your guitar teacher. So it's true. Yeah, it cool. happened. Do you guys yeah. want to talk about what the hell you're talking about? Because we all know what you're talking about, but oh. you know, everyone else. <laughs> so, does. so I, um, back up to when I was in high school, uh, I was in this program called APA at Huntington Beach High APA Academy of the Performing Arts, and uh, you know, I had a really good time, had some really great experiences, made some good friends, got to travel a bit, and uh, stayed in touch with the program. And then after I graduated from MI, I was looking for a job, and the teacher. Uh, asked me to teach at the school for the guitar uh, sect of the program. And I thought, absolutely, that's a great opportunity. So I went back to the high school and started teaching there. And I think it only lasted like a year. But um, Henry was one of the students in the class. It was a good year. And and it was, it was great because it was my senior year. And it was like, I think that guitar class was like a lot of sort of more rudimentary stuff. But they were like, yeah, you can take it. We don't care. Like, just take it and, you know, have fun or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and so I got to take that class and it was just like jamming the entire period. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> just trying to like get the bad kids to like shut up. So yeah. I could, like hang out with the good kids. <laughs> Keep them occupied. That was right, like, uh, right. Yeah. It's hard to teach a music class. I mean, you literally it would be like a whole room full of kids and oh, they had God. their little pods and their headphones, oh, and you know, like the input jacks would all be all fucked up, and yeah. you'd be doing all this. Yeah. It, was, it was like, it was really ambitious, and yeah. I respected it, but it was certainly um, hard to like really get, yeah, it was crazy. And so many of those guitars were screwed up, like how, so many just ruined it. Oh yeah, like, yeah, like, what are you gonna do when you break a string, you know, where's the string? <laughs> what if the cable goes bad, if the gear goes bad? I mean, and then they don't practice, and like, you gotta teach them how to tune, and oh man, it's, it's hard. And how how old were you when you were yeah. teaching these high schoolers? Uh, 23, 24, okay. I think. Okay. So like, you were relatively young, too. Yes. Very young. Yeah. So it was it, it was a struggle, for sure. And it was also like kind of like, well, we're almost the same age. So, you know, you want to, like, hang out and, like, be cool and stuff. But, yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what blows my mind uh, is 
so, so I've been down in Orange County and, you know, hanging out with you guys more uh, than I usually do at not being up in L.A. I mean, you always hear this, but literally it's wild how small the music scene is and yeah. how everybody knows everybody. I mean, you know, it's like, Mike, you and Ryan going to school together, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Ryan, Ryan was like, dude, this is going to be awesome. I haven't seen Mike in years. Like, we went to school together, you know? It's like, I don't know. I just think that that's awesome, and it's such a a cool like family sort of a thing where everyone's kind of the same vibe and uh it's just good people all around i don't know it's just like an unsaid uh brotherhood sisterhood you know like it's cool yeah yeah the scene out here is dope i mean i just got back from nashville and like la is a huge town compared even to nashville you know but it's crazy how it is such a small world in the music in new you know yeah Six degrees of separation from Mike Khalil, man. No, no. Are you are you moved back here like for like long term now, Mike? Um, yes and no. I still have my place out there. Oh, okay. But, but I'm uh, yeah, trying to stay out here more and stuff. Yeah. Maybe so what? Do you, oh wait, I was gonna. Are we gonna do drinking for drinking drinks first? Because I want to hear about what Mike was doing in Nashville too. So. Yeah, oh, sure. sure. So we want to drink. Yeah, let's yeah. drink. Cheers, everybody. I'm drinking. uh, I'm back on the number one tequila. I figured that I'd finish this bottle up tonight since two weeks ago. I uh, drank most of it. So uh, it's really good. It's fantastic. Uh, Go check it out. It's uh, we, Robert and I, if you guys hadn't heard before, we did a uh, live stream for them and they sent us a bottle. And I'm not normally a tequila guy. Uh, but this is the extra añejo, and it's absolutely incredible. Drinks kind of like a like a whiskey, but it's tequila, and I absolutely love it. And I'm just drinking it neat. I'm not watering anything down with with ice or anything. The flavor is amazing, and uh, yeah, I'd highly recommend it. Number one, Juan. Yeah. Juan. What about you, Andrew? Número uno. Let's see what they did there. <laughs> when Yeho is aged 10 years yeah so that's, that's like the top shelf stuff it's it's awesome man and it, it goes for this uh 750 milliliters and it goes for about like 89 dollars and then Ooh. so it's like about 100 bucks with uh when you factor in shipping and stuff but it is Damn, you ordered fantastic man yeah i I do it every couple months I'll treat myself to a nice bottle of something to enjoy and share with my friends and stuff so oh yeah as you should andrew yeah. what are you drinking i am keeping the sparkling water wars going <laughs> <laughs> with what is this called it's called solil oh yeah i drank that before solil. Uh, brand, signature brand it's pineapple flavored Ooh. wow nice um, it is thank you warren that's all i ever wanted <laughs> <laughs> pineapple i've never heard of it and flavor no i'm kidding uh yeah no that's super weird it is it is good but it's super pineapple-y it's not like pineapple yeah, juice, but uh you could definitely mix this with some rum or something and you know Turn fruity out. drink it up nice it's really sweet for not having anything in it it's all those so. natural flavorings right yeah i guess they all, they all come from nature apparently <laughs> Or organic, yeah. organic aluminum can sourced right here from Earth. 
Yeah, natural flavors from the earth. <laughs> from <somewhere>. the earth. <laughs> what about you, War? I am drinking a Pacifico. Ooh, Ooh. look at yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, it's weird because I never really uh, – I'm always drinking bubbly water, but no, we have more beer than we do bubbly water, so I figure I might as well get rid of some beers. And uh, nice and easy. What you got, Mike? Oh, um, Dark Horse, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, Cabernet. Wow. Yep. I figured it was a wine night. St- Steve informed me that uh, there would be some uh, drinking tonight, so I thought, you know, what better to sit back on a live stream and sip some wine. So here I go. Cab's a good choice, oh, too, man. I love me a good Cabernet. Hell, yeah. Yeah, nice relaxing, not too bad of a hangover. Yeah. Uh, so. Well, now with the yeah. first bottle. What, do you got? what are you drinking, Brett? Oh, I'm doing classic Modelo, dude. Oh, Modelo's okay. my new, like, good, cheap beer to buy, man. Yeah. I was on Miller Lite for a while. Now I'm on Modelo. I just love Modelo. Nice. Oh, and you, you were a really butt guy. Sitting in for Robert John tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is he wow. Are you sure you're not Robert oh, yeah. in disguise? <laughs> yeah. Pretending to be Brett? Be. I could be. I've known Pretending him long enough. Robert could be. Pretending to be Brett? <laughs> <laughs> I just unzip my skin suit. Oh god! <laughs> <No>. Wow, <laughs> the visual. I like the word skin Fairly suit. That vision. Skin Fairly suit. That horrific vision. I want to get you down to your skin suit, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, it's dirty. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> what you got, Henry? Uh, so I am. I am all about these East Coast IPAs. Actually, oh, yeah. Nice. Something different about the East Coast IPA that I can just totally all about. So this is a harpoon. I'm trying to, I can't, like, it's a reverse of, like, trying to figure out. How to, it's a harpoon IPA. Nice. Uh, it's New England's original IPA, I guess. So something about these East Coast IPAs. Uh, can't do the West Coast ones, but I really like these ones. They just taste like good beer to me. And uh, this one is very good. I really, really enjoy it. Probably my favorite Discovery uh, coming out here this trip. Gotta get some. We'll come back when you come. Briefcase full of them. (laughs) Yep, that's the plan. (laughs) Is that your favorite East Coast beer, or is it East Coast beers in general? Uh, this one is probably my favorite that I've discovered recently, at least. Cool. I'll check it out. Yeah, you should. It's very good. I don't know if maybe you can get it somewhere. Uh, You should be able to get it somewhere out there. Okay. It's pretty good. I like it. I'm a fan. Harpoon, very good. Much okay. enjoy. Harpoon IP? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Looks like a can of orange soda, apparently, but nope. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's you had me fooled. Yeah. Like an orange unit or something? Official drink of the New York Knicks? <laughs> Could be. Could be. Except it's probably from uh, Boston. Oh, it's from Boston. They can't defend oh. for the New York Knicks then. I'd be I bet if you brought this to New York, they would look at this and like hiss at it. Cool. Henry, what are we listening to tonight? Um, so uh, this, what, what, a couple days ago, yeah, what, this last weekend, um, we heard about the uh, passing of Toots Hibbert from uh, Toots and the Maytals. And uh, very sad news, uh, very unfortunate. So I just wanted to do a little tribute and sort of, I'm not an expert on sort of his music per se, but I just wanted to sort of, uh, I saw a lot of you guys actually posting about 
you know, little tributes in there to him. And I just sort of wanted to pass the torch around and all sort of talk about, uh, you know, he was a really impactful figure um, for reggae. One, definitely one of the founders of the genre, as far as I know. Um, and yeah, I don't know. What do you guys have to say about his impact? Uh, he's Bob Barley's favorite singer. Okay. That's like one gigantic thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't think there's what Bob does, which is like, uh, all that stuff is mixing soul music with island music. Mm -hmm. So they all love like, you know, Motown and stuff like that. And so what comes out of there is the soul singer with the island grooves and stuff like that. So that's um, where they sort of fit in and stuff like that. And then Toots is really famous for like first wave ska. Uh, what would you call it? First wave ska? Is that that era of stuff? Yeah, yeah, you could call it that. <laughs> like, like, were, like the upbeat like yeah like you know the you know the like kind of bouncy reggae yeah. for lack of better terms and then they've mixed they were doing a lot of this in Bob Marley stuff too but like a really good job of mixing funk music soul music and island music to create this thing that's like super brand new and then all the guys in the blues generation like loved him I was showing we were talking about this earlier and I showed uh Henry, a record from Government Mules called Dub Side of the Mule, where they have Toots sit in for half the set singing his songs. Nice. Oh, shit. That's tight. And, uh, yeah, it's really good. If you guys like Warren Haynes and uh, Government Mule, that's a great record. And then he just kicks ass on it, and the band sounds awesome on it. They do Reggae Soul Shine, which I forgot about. <laughs> oh, sick. Which is badass. Um, but yeah, Toots. Yeah, it's just the guy that was, like, respected by everyone. Mm -hmm. uh, Sublime, you know, stole a lot of stuff from Toots. The, what's this, like, 54? 50, 50, yeah, 5446. Yeah, thank you. Or I think it's called, like, What's My Number or something. Yeah. Their version was, like, 5446, something like that. <laughs> but it had an influence on, like, a ton of generations of music that I feel like he's just not as famous as mm -hmm. other, like, Bob Marley, but mm -hmm. had as much of an impact as Bob. Bob Marley did on music, you know? Right. And uh, he played a festival that I was supposed to play last year. We were on tour, so I didn't get to play it with my reggae band. But um, it, uh, it, he's, they, they said he got there late, and then he still honored his contract and played, like, his full, you know, amount of his set and stuff like that. And that was last year. Nice. It's just, like, kicking and still wow. kicking ass. I watched a bunch of videos of it afterwards. It still sounded, like, amazing. So, mm. you know, to be that good that old you know it's it's crazy so can i ask you a question sure so is because i unfortunately didn't was not aware of, of ska until like i mean i don't even know if they're ska but like is mxpx is that no. ska? or like what's like like it, like a ska band like do you remember that band that played at, at d piazza's um that it was like the brass section yeah, um, the Scatolites are like the iconic ska band, right? Or the Specials. Yeah, there's okay. Uh, real big fish. That's ska. I'm gonna I'm gonna explain the eras like I understand them, and I might be wrong, and someone can correct me. But so the first wave is stuff that actually comes from the islands. Like Toots is from Jamaica, Bob Marley's from Jamaica. Like all these people come from Jamaica. Then you have, like, the second wave that comes in the 80s, and that's everything from... There's a bunch of reggae that came out of the UK, 
But that also includes like a lot of stuff from the UK, like Sting and the Police, and then the specials, and a bunch of stuff out of that era where they use the brass section, they use the upbeat guitars and stuff like that to create that sound of there. Then you have the 90s kids doing the ska thing, which is like mixing punk rock with ska. And that was like the punk bands and other stuff like that. That comes from emulating the 80s people who were also like punk rock and that sort of thing. So that's how like the art sort of like layers on top of each other. And so that's like, you know, you might call it second wave, um, when you hear stuff out of the UK that was happening at that period of time, like there's actual Jamaican immigrants that moved to the UK and then you have them making music in the UK, like with white people or English people. Yeah. Which is <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. And then they just created this whole new thing in the eighties. Yeah. And then the nineties people took those bands and you even have something like rancid or something like that, which took a lot from the specials and used to do songs with horns and stuff like that. Like, what is that? You, did you guys ever play Tony Hawk where it's like, uh, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. doing uh, everything? Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember really part of that 90s yeah, thing. Yeah, that would be like the third wave. Or yeah, yeah. So that's like the No Doubt era of Scott, yeah. which is yeah. real big fish, kind of like finger. poppy. Um, yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of the pop thing. Pop's kind of And then, cool. uh, who else? Like, re- yeah, like the Aquabats is like a big in that scene. And that's all like the marching band nerd kids loved that kind of ska music. If you played a horn in high school, like you wanted to be in No Doubt. Mm-hmm. I was too. I played in horn bands. I played trumpet and trombone in high school and I fucking love No Doubt, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Even Real Big Fish, it was like, do, 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 do. like, I was like, yeah. I've seen Real Big Fish by accident probably like five times. They're great. They still play really well. I, I've never <laughs> always by accident. Real Big Fish. I've always, always used... by accident, yeah. yeah. Life of Real Big Fish is California. Didn't, yeah. didn't Real Big Fish play the year that we played Warp Tour? Didn't yeah. I think that was my so first time. Yeah, I think that was, that was my first time seeing both of those bands live, man. That was so fun. Yeah. The so cool. Aquabats had a big, like, robot come out on stage, and they, like, yeah. fought the robot and stuff like that. <laughs> the, Anyways, we're getting uh, away from our point. Getting away from our point. Yeah. Yeah. We owe this entire conversation to the yeah, contributions exactly. of... Toots. Yes, yes. yes. Toots and the Mates. Okay, all. It, that fed into that. Fed into right. No, and no, so, no, so uh, I picked two two tracks that uh, were really impactful to me. Uh, the first of them is a cover, and uh, I didn't know he actually sang on this until I guess today. I didn't know it was him, uh, and it's off of the album called Radio Dread, uh, which is what the Easy Easy Star All Stars, I think. Yeah, they also and, do uh, um, another bridge for you know people in different generations. They do a, dar- a dub side of the right. moon record, yeah. or they do dark side of the moon. Yeah. That's probably one of my favorite records of all time. It just makes like seventies classic rock yeah. with like all different kinds of reggae, and has like an all star list of singers on it. So yeah, they also do Thriller. Th- it's called Thrill Ja. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Wow. I'll have to check that out. There's Thrill Ja. Um, they do Sergeant case- Pepper. <laughs> Yeah, the the first song uh, is is off of uh, this record called uh, Radio Dread, where they do Radiohead's OK Computer, and uh, I remember hearing that record for the first time w- randomly, like five or six years ago, and just being totally blown away. Like at first, it seemed like a novelty to me, and then I listened to it and I was like, oh my god, that was amazing. Um, and uh, it's a cover of the Radiohead song uh, Let Down, 
And then uh, the second song is off of the classic 73 record, In the Dark. And uh, yeah, let's listen. Turn 
That's such a, a good jam, man. Oh, fuck. That's Excellent awesome. Excellent choices, Henry. Yeah, thank you, Henry. Yeah, rest in peace to a legend. Uh, yeah, seriously. Yeah, god damn. It's like they just take the the sort of 50s sound and then mix it with that like island group. So the legend is, I don't think this is real, I don't believe in this, but people say that the, the, the radio would come into the islands, but it wouldn't be, it would be staticky, so they couldn't hear the one beat. So they thought the downbeat was on the two, the way they were hearing the music. <laughs> oh, wow. That's like their big urban legend of... Wow. Yeah, have you guys ever heard what? that before? <laughs> never heard yeah, of that really before. Think, uh, yeah. I got to teach no, a, my reggae history class for you guys. That's awesome. No, but that, that's the thing. Right. Like They were listening to the radio in the 50s in the islands, and they couldn't get the you know the one beat or something but that doesn't make any goddamn sense just a legend <laughs> i really think they were just mixing you know island music and then you end up with that big beat on two and four or on the three however you want to look yeah, at it yeah. and just creates a whole different thing and mm. then they did that at a bunch of different tempos you know so that's how you get like yeah. different kinds of reggae reggae is like this gigantic genre that has mm-hmm. everything underneath the sun in it it's like saying rock music you know yeah. going like well, that's such a big topic. Right. Like, reggae is just as big of a topic. So, and Toots is like you know one of the Godfathers. Yeah, absolutely. God, absolutely. so good. Yeah, and then yeah, you heard this that like all the guitar work that yeah. fucking bass players like destroying. Yeah, yeah, so oh, yeah. good, so oh, good. Just and the tones are just like so like it's it's like the awesome. It's kind of muddy, but in like the coolest way possible. It's a, it's that old school, just super greasy tone to everything. Yeah, it's people who didn't quite know how to use the gear the right way, you know, yeah. that was designed, but it created like the coolest sound, you yeah, know, with all exactly. this like harmonic distortion to it. God, yeah, I just love that stuff. Mm-hmm. You couldn't tell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool, and that brings us to our lovely guest. Oh so lovely. yeah, very lovely. Yeah, dude first word that comes to mind for mike khalil so the lovely the illustrious lovely, mike khalil the illustrious lovely mike khalil so that wasn't what? a first word that was the <laughs> illustrious wonder like give me the first Sorry. word the first word first word yeah the twangy mike khalil twangy can i call you twangy is that a good is it a compliment in nashville you can call me whatever you want is that a compliment <laughs> I don't know. No, no, that's perfect. You can call me whatever you want. Is that a compliment? No. What's the first word? (laughs) I feel like I'm digging a gigantic hole right now. All right. right, right. For me, for the first word that comes to mind for Mike Khalil is yeah. Oh, that makes me feel good. Thank you. Like, oh, you mean back on Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'll take it. Okay, it's 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 two words, but mine would be, of course. Applies to probably any situation with Mike. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, oh you got Mike Leo, of course. Ah, you hear that thing Mike did? Of course. Fuck right. yeah. yeah, man. Dude. Thank you, bro. Yeah, like, damn. of course. Man. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm humbled, dude. Thank so, you. so Mike and I met. Um... I call him the chill killer. <laughs> He is a very chill dude. Because <laughs> he walks chill. in and he's chill as fuck, and then yeah. he hops on guitar and he kills. Yeah. It's true. He yeah. kills the people with his guitar. The chiller. The good. chiller. He killed me three times in our high school lessons, and he had to resurrect <laughs> me every time. I did what? In, I did what three times? You killed me three. You li- remember those three times you killed me when you were teaching me in high school? You literally killed me with your guitar playing. What do you mean? I was like, no, like, just do this. And yeah, and, I, and then I died, and then you had to like 
resuscitate me with the but it's guitar. A good, there was a good death. Yeah, it was that's a, like it guitar was a, is all that. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, it was yeah, a yeah. rebirth, if yeah. you will, on yeah. the battlefield oh, of rock. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right. There's no better way to go than with <laughs> guitar. <laughs> oh, I love it, man. I love you guys. Oh, I love Cheers. you too, buddy. Cheers. Cheers, brother. Cheers. Yeah, man. Ugh. So Mike and I did probably we we did a bunch of records back in like '08. Mike and I met on uh, the Michael Cartwright gig in Long Beach, and then we ended up. Oh, and yeah. yeah, Mike was my go-to guitar player when I was running my my studio out in Corona back in in before uh, Robert John. Aw, thanks, Steve. And uh, dude, it was. When was, it was that, Stevie? Two thousand seven, two thousand eight. That was yeah, two thousand eight when I got done with the uh, LA Recording School, or was finishing up with LA Recording School, and uh, yeah, and then two thousand nine, I think we did like shit, like a couple EPs and a couple albums, and you know, a couple singles here and there, and and uh, yeah, just I, I feel like I had Mike over probably at least like three or four times a month, doing guitar work and stuff for me, which yeah. was so fun, dude. Hell yeah! I miss and, those days. Yeah, man. Do more. But now I'm back, so let's let's now keep you're it back, going, baby. <laughs> and since we were talking about earlier, Mike played guitar yesterday on the thing that that Warren and Steve also played on. Yeah. It was awesome. Hell yeah! It was so cool. It was so fun. Thank you those again, are, Mike. Those are such good songs, bro. Like I really enjoyed <laughs> learning those songs. They're awesome. I appreciate you guys taking uh, it so seriously and just fucking crushing it. Oh yeah, the vocal harmonies. We did this whole <laughs> yes. opera thing. Like y'all gotta watch out for this. Like me, Steve, and Brett went up in yeah. the front and like full voice. Like it's Papa's Wednesday. Like fucking. Dude, it was dope. It's crazy. hilarious. I yeah. was a really shitty MD. crushed it. Like, it was fun as fuck. I didn't prep Mike at all. Like, we, we were going in. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, everybody can sing a little bit. We'll figure it out at the rehearsal, right? And so, yeah. yeah. Well, I've kind of been, like, writing more, like, lyric stuff. And, and yeah. you know, and, like, yeah, so I've been, like, you all about great the vocals. Voice, like, yeah, Mike. man. Oh, thanks, man. I'm trying, you know, yeah. I'm trying to dial it in. I'm trying to dial it in. But, um, yeah, thank you. So, yeah, it was just perfect timing, I guess, for that stuff. But, yeah, it was fun. That was That's fantastic. That so was so fun. fun putting that stuff together, too, because, like, Mike's, like, totally, like, the uh, like if you, like the image of the duck, like, on the water and stuff, you know, where, like, it's, like, totally chill and calm oh, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And then there's all this stuff happening and shit, and it just happens in an instant. And uh, I, I really have always appreciated that about you, man. I'll throw you curveball after curveball after curveball, and you're like, "Oh yeah, no problem, dude." Uh, oh yeah, wait, what was it? Okay, let me let me write it down. You take great notes. Well, I have I have a harder time working with so people that great. don't throw me curveballs all the time. You know, people yeah. that just want like the same. I don't know, like I, I vibe with that, just like off the cuff shit. Yeah, like, I just yeah, oh, yeah, I love it. I, love I don't like it. trying to play the same thing twice. You know what I mean? I always like just playing in the yes. moment. Yes. You know, something else that I appreciate about your playing is uh, your tones are totally dialed. They sound amazing. And you have a very small footprint for a rig. You have a tiny, a tiny, a couple pedals and you're good to go. It's not like you need to roll in this giant thing and have all this different shit to get these tones that are like classic. I remember we were sound checking and you were like playing a couple things. I'm like, 
oh shit like he's playing right now like that's like a legit live sounding tone and then i like I, you maybe you can talk about your amp but whatever your amp is is like the tiny little guy too and that thing sounds amazing yeah but oh, oh, everything yeah. Thank you. Well, um, I actually, it's funny enough, I have a huge fucking pedal board under my feet right now with like an Octavia and Henry motion. <laughs> a chorus pedal, volume, wah, two double over. So like I do fuck with like pedals like heavily. And it led me, I mean, I've had, a, I got shit stolen out of a van, like really dope ass gear you know and so i just started once that happened i was like i gotta you know my home rig that's like my dream fucking jack off like this is everything <laughs> and then when i go, like, go to a gig i need like three pedals and they gotta do what i need yeah yeah so yeah. so at home yeah i geek out i i ball out i guess you could say on <laughs> on gear but um but that rig my live rig i got a champ it's a Fender Champ from the seventies that a dude gave me. Like he's just being wow. super, super so kind. Those seventies oh. champs are the man. They're so good. It's three knobs. It's like yeah. eight, an eight-inch speaker, I think. Yeah, eight and yeah. yeah, and it's like it's not loud at all. Like every yeah. time I show up to Russell, they're like, "Turn it up, turn it up." <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, it's not loud at all, no. but. The thing about guitar is that you want that distortion tone, and when you don't have a loud amp, it distorts faster, and that is sort of yeah. the secret of the ch of the champ. That wattage, man. So that wattage. Yeah, but you bring it on a huge gig and like a festival, and put a mic on it, and yeah. voila, you're yeah. done. And actually, like the reason they made like huge high wattage amps like that Jimi Hendrix used and stuff mm -hmm. was because they didn't mic that shit. Back they didn't have mic back then. It was it, it was the, it was the PA system all in the thing. So yeah, like, two hundred watts. It's not loud enough. I need to play for <laughs> six hundred thousand people, and there's no mics on the guitar amp. Yeah, exactly. Need more than two hundred watts. Like, mm. oh my god. <laughs> yeah, sense. like yeah. So that's kind of the deal with the, the champ. And then I use like what do I use? A light speed, uh, an '80s rat. That is like if you want to talk about oh, dope pedals, oh. '80s rat. That, I love the man. That's the that is the fucking shit. You can get anything from literally like when I was on tour with uh, opening for John Prine, his guitar player used an old rat, and that was what put me onto it. And I was like, well, because you never expect to see a rat. It's like notoriously yeah. like the, it's like the hair metal distortion or something. Yeah, yeah. it's like Metallica seeking destroy and I shit, like Motley Crue or something. All that fucking crazy heavy shit yeah. but yeah you turn the game down and it still is fucking really good and wow. um and it does everything from super clean overdrive to tube screamer to like shred your fucking balls off wow <laughs> i like that and then i got a chorus pedal because i love there's, chorus there's no in between yeah. between tube screamer and shred your fucking balls <laughs> off either it's just but on a rat you got it because like, yeah. I, I had a uh, an 80s tube screamer and I would shoot them out, and I could totally dial the rat to sound just like the fucking Tube Screamer. No way. So I swear no. on my life. Oh, no. yeah. Identical. No like, way. Straight up identical. Yeah, you put the gain on a, on a rat at like oh my God. 8 or, uh, you know, what is this, 10? So like 11 o'clock? No way. Yeah, yeah 10, 11 o'clock, Tube Screamer down all what? day. Oh, man, Henry, I promise you. Yeah. Get you a rat, bro. Yeah, Henry, rat. what the hell, get man? Come on, you're back in class, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you're back in class. Like you go to school, son. If you took a rat, you think this is a fucking game? You think this is a game? Fucking game, bro. 
Tom Rieger, right now. I'm going to hit the disconnect button if you guys don't stop yelling at me. <laughs> so, like, uh, yeah. If you took a rat on that guitar tour, that the guitar cruise thing, the bottom Austin cruise where everyone's a guitar player, I feel yeah. like you'd get made fun of. Oh, <laughs> I swear yeah. to God. Yeah, it's not a dumbbell. No, I would make fun of you after hearing you play with it, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like it's just a notorious like Henry say. Wait, you're saying yeah. nobody would make fun of me after hearing me play on that cruise? No, people would oh, respect. People would respect. <laughs> no, like, no, everybody no, loves the rat. It, there, it would sound good. Right. Oh, Nick Samino's yeah. here. Nick C. What up, Nick C? Hell yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm too obsessed with the double clone game. Or double clone clone. The, what do you mean a double clone? Oh. I use two. I have <laughs> one <laughs> as my, like, always on, and then one as my boost. So okay. Wampler, that, right? That's cool. I guess that's yeah. like the yeah. I mean the Stevie Ray, like Trey Anastasio, they both use like two tube screamers, right, right. two clones. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, you know, whatever does it. I mean, I've had so many pedals. Like right. pedals have been such a fucking hobby, and I lose sleep over. You, you I research it. them. I oh watch the pedal show. I there's so much. There's so much history. I'll give you guys a little uh, history lesson about pedals. Like right. the first fuzz <laughs> solo ever recorded was on a Marty Robbins song called Don't Worry. And what happened was like one of the channels on the console was like Wasn't fucked it the up. Bass? Uh, oh, is it a yeah, it does kind of the bass, right? Wasn't it the it was the bass? Is it a bass on that I solo? I think so. I think so. I remember hearing about this. I'm pretty sure it's a it, the channel for the bass was like blown out or something. And then there's yeah, but check out Marty Robbins, Don't Worry. And it's like, yeah, yeah and after that, that, that was like what spawned like the yeah. the the search. for Everybody like, was like, tone. I want the Marty Robbins tone. Well, that was a complete accident. Like, <laughs> But Marty Robbins is like country, like full yeah. fucking fringe, like yeah. huge mustache. Yeah, and there's this gnarly fun solo in the middle of this hit country yeah. song from the 50s. So cool. But yeah, and then they came out with the uh, Maestro Fuzz, I think, and that's what like Keith Richards used on uh, Satisfaction, mm -hmm. and it just is that the circle? Is that the face? Which no, that's, that face? no, that's the fuzz face. That's Jimi Hendrix. That's the Jimi Hendrix fuzz, the fuzz face. Yeah, that's like what he used on all the experience stuff. Right. But then apparently it, he just used the box and had his buddy Roger Mayer constantly changing transistors out, so he could have had. Like a big muff or something in there, and was the <laughs> like who knows? Like well, it could have been anything. The early ones are germanium, and yeah, then they start yeah. transitioning into silicon. Yeah. So by the time he was doing in the gypsies, I guess like that was supposedly like a silicon fuzz, like with mm -hmm. an Octavia on machine gun and stuff. Right, right. Um, Insane. Yeah, but the Mastro fuzz is uh, it's like a one knob uh, pedal that's like a rectangle shape that like kind of goes goes upward and um right isn't it i don't know anyways i don't know either i i have to look it, it up yeah it, it's all it's all pretty uh pretty nerdy and cool yeah but thanks man yeah you know i just try to have like like i said just one pedal that just fucking <laughs> does it all and like a rat is a solid choice i i suppose hmm. i'll have to do some uh, some research into this now that i've uh you got to get the one with the lm 208 I think N. If you say LM two hundred eight, you know it's, that's the chip you want. LM two hundred eight. L LM two hundred eight. Yes. L M. A flat flat knobs. Flat knob flat is knobs. the one, or the white face. 
is will do it. But the, they have some from the '90s that have that chip. But you gotta open it up and look. Is everyone taking notes at home about the white-faced rat and the flat? Does care? <laughs> yeah. It's we'll like really a lot of everyone. We'll, <laughs> we'll, there's a banner for all y'all visual we'll listeners. Hide that's just funny. Our shit for like yeah. hours. Like, so, I mean, it won't end. I could talk about fucking gear. For I just gotta break the guys night. up. Mike has so many cool stories. So if stuff goes too deep in the pedal world, <laughs> I gotta. I'm gonna keep. Yeah, gonna we're keep done. Like, Fuck pedal world. Going, like, let's talk about gear, Mike. Let's yeah. talk more about gear. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, uh, gears. Just plug in and play. Just plug yeah, in. Play. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Have fun. It's all in the, the fingers rat, anyway, right? Yeah. yeah we'll get you a rat, rat though. With the rat, rat. rat. on. Yeah. Wait, what do you rather? This this is interesting to me. When you when because you, you are so in tone. When you run a three pedal setup, you said it was the rat and it was a chorus. Which chorus pedal do you use? Yeah. Uh, on that pedal, or on that board, I have a CE2 Waza that I bought, which is cool. Um, but I actually, uh, I picked up this old chorus pedal, a Boss CE5, but like the analog version, like from, from the 80s. God and, damn it, I just got the answer. Fuck, <laughs> the thing is so dope. <laughs> that one word answer, sorry. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I, I understand what you said, I thought it was cool. But, but like two, five yeah. things went by, it's like the CE1 was and I'm like, I know what that means, but God damn it, like no one's gonna you know, <laughs> chorus pedal. Right? Like, yeah, I have I have like three chorus pedals laying around. So. They're all boss, boss style chorus pedal. One's a boss, one's a DOD. Well, two are bosses, yeah, because that's CD. Yeah, I have a DOD so, one that DOD. doesn't really work. Yeah, it's a fuck stereo chorus or something. Oh, yeah. I got it at the swap meet, like really cheap, like really randomly, but totally fucking scored it. But it, it requires like I know this is so pedal world. It requires <laughs> it requires like ten back. volt power, which is like how do you what? Who makes a ten volt adapter? I know it's horrible. Uh, uh, what's so, your third pedal on the board? What? What's the third pedal on the board? Oh, it's Lightspeed Rat um, uh, Chorus and the I got the Echoes um, Delay on there by Keely. Oh. Oh, the Keely, the new one, the Keely Echoes. Yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the dopest thing ever, or what? It's okay. I actually really like awesome. I like my El Capistan better, but I oh, do like yeah. the I do like the looper on there. So like I have a loop, I have a whole looper like in case right. I need it. So that's right. super dope. That's dope. Yeah, I really want to try that Echoes pedal. It looks really awesome. Yeah, you can dial it in, but it's I don't know. I like the Capistan. I think yeah. it's my favorite delay. The Strymon shit is like. In, insane i played a flint one time and i was like what the hell like this is like i feel like i'm playing my guitar is being filtered through golden maple syrup i don't have a big sky i've thought about yeah. that one well and they're well big skies are like what like 700 800 dollars man yeah they're fucking up there and like i don't know i just don't really like vibe out on like the reverb like mm-hmm. just like I play too many notes for that much reverb. <laughs> <laughs> Some one chord. I'm more of forever. like a splash at the end of the the lick run kind of. Guy. Yeah, a little spring and little like get out of my way. Yeah, yeah. yeah for real. <laughs> a little splash. <laughs> yeah. Your tone is so dope, though, Mike. I mean, it's yeah. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Like, no, I don't know. At this guys, point, guys. I'm just trying to write and shit, you know, and like, oh, fuck, dude. Make, what do make you, cool songs. What's your uh, what's your vibe like writing wise, genre wise? Lately, it's like 
country and hip hop, and like I kind of go back and forth, and then I hope that like somewhere I can lock them in. But yeah, a lot of that. But I've, I, and then I also have like you know instrumental stuff, which I guess definitely leans more country. Yeah, I don't know. Everything I do is kind of like either groovy and like pocket bass, funk. And then I really like hip hop. I don't really rap. I wish I rapped way better, like, but I don't. But and then the country thing is like that old school country. And even honestly, like doing the new country because that is more rock and pop, and that's cool too. So I, I'm kind of like obsessed with like those two things. So why, uh, not why, but what, 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 um. What part of hip hop, or you know what I mean? What vibe are you taking from hip hop? You know what I'm saying? I like. I mean, I, I definitely listen to what's on the radio to hear like what's relevant and what is like changing the culture. What the culture is. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I but I really enjoy like Tupac and Bone Thugs yeah. And, yeah. and like the '90s shit. Yeah. And I, I mean, I trip out on how good the songs even yeah. are, especially with like Tupac and shit. Like yeah. changes. Like how relevant and oh, like yeah. amazing that shit is is like yeah. blows my mind, you know. And that's yeah. like that's like a transcendent song. It's like a, that's like a deep song for a hip hop song. It's like not even a rap song almost. Right. It's not yeah. even a really a rap song. Yeah. It's like yeah. Stairway to Heaven or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> it's a, it's a and that's crazy. Bruce Hornsby that he sampled, right? Like that was yeah, that is so yeah. rad. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Oh, so good, man. Oh, yeah, Bruce. That's it. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I, I'm really into that. And like the neo soul thing, you know, like I got my I got my strand. and I, I'm trying to like do some more R&B type licks and shit. I don't know. I'm hoping that I can like sort of like create a marriage between those things. You'll find I love it. That, I believe in you. You'll find Work, it and it'll be really dope. I'm working it. Thanks, man. Thank you. Fascinated me. I, I can't remember if we. I, I, I can't remember if I talked to you about this, Mike. But I talked to other people. Uh, so when we were rehearsing, uh, you know, and and we we're trying to figure out the the notes that we're gonna sing to for the harmonies and whatnot. And Mike would play it on his guitar first. He would play it and kind of oh, find yeah. the note because. And I just thought that that was so cool and interesting because it's like, yeah, he's a guitarist. So like. When he hears it on the guitar, he's like, "Oh yeah, like that's what he connects with, and like can really lock it in through hearing it on his guitar." Like I, I don't know. I just thought that that was dope. I love that. That is like the only way I know how to like figure out harmonies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Henry? Yeah. Yes. Like that's, you go. That's okay. Exactly how I do it. The melody I, is ba da da. So if I have a melody, I have to go to my guitar because. Cause I'll try to do it on the vocals, and it's like I have a, I have a pretty good ear for that stuff as it is. But I, I just have to like I have to see where it is and visualize it, because I know where all the things are there. Once I can visualize it there, I can be like, okay, I know. Like, yeah, there's definitely I have to like play it on guitar. You know, you can play all the triads and stuff. Usually, yeah, you can play a lot of vocal lines on guitar because right. a lot of the vocal melodies are a little more simple. So play the triad or whatever it is for the harmony and yeah, visualize it. Yep, pick out the pick out right. the note and okay, I'm this note here, so wherever this is going, and then yeah, it's a whole whole process. I actually like saw it in practice twice this week outside of our gig. Like I was at a jam down the street, and we were recording some reggae stuff, and like this dude was trying to sing this harmony. And I picked up the guitar from like across the room and sort of like was trying to figure out the harmony he was like trying to sing, and started singing it, and immediately like 
he was start singing better because he heard the guitar like in the background, you know. And uh, and then the other day I was like singing a song and I was like, what's the harmony on that? And I was trying to figure it out and I finally figured it out on guitar. But there was no way I was gonna figure it out without the guitar. Like I kept singing it and it was just like fucking. Yeah. You know when you sing bad harmonies, it's like. Oh, <laughs> yes. <is> that? <laughs> Like, damn, oh, that is bad. <laughs> yeah, and it's like the weird skin that you never really play. Yeah, holy shit, when you like sing it, because like, your voice wow. can hit all those like bad in between notes in between, and on the guitar, it's literally like yeah. you can't hit a weird in between note. Like you have your, your, nothing but your vocal's not fretted, bro. You don't have a right. threaded yeah. larynx. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like piano. Like it helps you like pick out like yeah. what you're trying to do, and then. Like, you make it dope with your voice and fall off or blah, 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 right. blah, blah. right. So cool. Yeah. Right. Music, it's... man. I love music. music. I love, I music. love music. I love music. I'm a music lover. <laughs> I'm a wiper. My, my <laughs> email is musiclover88 at hotmail.com. I love music. Music lover 88. Was that your... Was that your email address for for a while? Oh, oh no, no, was no. <laughs> a joke. You're not. Uh, 88. I am 88, so I thought. That was <laughs> I was like, I had to be 89, man. Like, come on. You're 89. Fuck. No, no, no. I would have been. I would be 94. My my email is actually HJ. Fuck State you. <laughs> if you want to email Henry, any uh, any. I was going to Dodger suggestions games or... 94, man. <laughs> 94, man. I was going to see the Lion King shit. 94, man. I was like, what's up, Doc? Watching Bugs Bunny and shit. What's up, Space Jam coming out two years later? Space Jam came out in 98, I thought. It was in 96. I thought it was 96. New one coming out oh, soon. Yeah. Oh, with Seriously? LeBron? Yeah. We're doing yeah. it? Yeah, with LeBron James. Really, yeah. that's gonna Are they really doing it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so awesome. <laughs> they're doing it. I watched Scotty Pippins in Cribs today. It was really, really touching. <laughs> Wait, his MTV Cribs? He had like It wasn't really a Cribs, but it was like him showing his house. But he's oh. such a nice guy. Yeah. So gracious. Yeah. Said said this is for my kids, like every other sentence. Like you're just like, oh man, like stand up guy. <laughs> uh Justin from Research Randy Space Gym was ninety-six. Yeah, dog. And I recently cool. learned that that Mike Khalil's a big nineties uh, Bulls fan. Yeah, I got my nineties hat right here. Yeah, dude. Wow. I got a I got a bunch of nineties shit. I've been like I've been going to swap meets like trying to swoop up. You guys ever watch that Slobby Robbie's show on Netflix? No. no, actually, it's on YouTube. I don't know what it's on, but there's this guy named Slobby Robbie, and he's like, uh, he owns this really cool store in Tucson called Generation Cool, and it's all like '80s and '90s like memorabilia, oh, t-shirts, fucking clothes, all this, all the swag, all these toys and shit. And he makes so much dough. He's so he's like so successful, but yeah, he, he kind of like goes swap meets and picks up like shit from the. From, so I was like watching it, and I was like getting really into it. So I started going to like Goodwill and like. You know, going around trying to find stuff. It's fun. <laughs> I never make any money yet, but I got some cool shit from it. That's tight, dude. Oh, I love ni- anything nineties I love. I mean, I don't know. I'm very I'm openly biased toward anything nineties. I am too, because I'm like I re- I kinda remember it. Like I don't remember the early nineties, but I definitely remember yeah. the later nineties, you know? Yeah, yeah, Space Jam. I, I yeah. recently was thinking about Jam. And this is so funny. Yeah, you know, we didn't think boys. anything of it back then. But. <laughs> that's it, Space Jam. Britney Spears. <laughs> that's 96, like that's like the, the penultimate, like yeah. '90s 
fucking thing. Car- Carson it's Daly. It's, it is kind of at the center of the decade. I mean, it's <laughs> Michael Jordan. It it's is. Mickey Mouse. It's yeah. like, it's yeah. everything. No, it's not Mickey Mouse. It is what? not Mickey, Mickey Mouse. Mouse. Where are you getting Mickey Mouse from? Wait, 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 wait. Sorry, sorry. Bugs Don't, Bunny. I, Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny. Bunny. <laughs> Looney Tunes. And Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Okay. You were not as Jim. It makes sense. <laughs> you imposter. <laughs> you're, oh, a, you're a monster. <laughs> you're a fraud. You're a monster. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that the other team? Right. Well, for yeah, the record, I don't own any yeah. Space Jam gear. I own Bulls gear, so... There you go. It's disappointing I'm, me left and right. I want to get some Space Jam bed sheets just just for a conversation starter, man. Like, fuck it. That would be amazing. You want to get what? Space Jam bed sheets. Remember they used to have those? Wouldn't that be like a deal breaker and less of a conversation starter? <laughs> yeah, right? Like, before we do this, can we talk about your sheets really quick? I'm in here. Or it just really seals the deal for the one girl who just loves Space Jam. <laughs> yeah. Who was probably born Yo, I like saw on your Bumble profile you oh, really God. like Space Jam. So. She yeah. loves Space Jam. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Michael Jordan's my dad. Uh, <laughs> my dad. Uh, that's funny. Mike, can you talk about some of the artists you played for over the years and stuff like that, and some of the tours you've been on? Is that crazy for me to ask? I know we've been talking about Space Jam for the last thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> what? Something relevant? Yeah. Um, How dare you? <laughs> if you don't mind, if we can steer the conversation towards music again. Well, but not please. too musicy, so the average person won't understand it. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, uh, the last uh, four years, I was in Nashville, and I picked up a gig with Kelsey Walden and played on her last record, White Noise and White Lines, and we opened up for some of my country heroes, like Marty Stewart and Jamie Johnson and John Prine, R.I.P. And uh, before that, I was playing with Bob Wayne, yeah. And Bob is like a super dope, like outlaw dude who was like really underground, but had like a pretty serious following and would do very kind of like what you guys do in Europe. You know what I mean? But he'd been doing it for like a decade. So like all that Europe fucking shit for three months going to like, we, I'm sure we played many of the same spots, like uh, that whole scene. Um, all around the United States, sort of same vibe, underground, sort of like built it, you know, himself. And he has cool songs. He's really tight with Shooter Jennings. And Shooter obviously does a bunch of stuff like, you know, Tony Tucker and Marilyn Manson. And yeah, so Bob's, Bob's a homie. Bob's a G. Uh, I played on Jamie Wyatt's stuff. She's like another dope country yeah. outlaw, outlaw local artist. Um, man, who else? That's it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, how, is it, uh, how is it being an LA guy in Nashville? Oh, it was California a little guy. weird. It's a little ah, it's a little tough. Like people were like, "You're from California? Like fucking the the libtard, whatever they call it, wasteland." <laughs> yeah, it's like I really felt that. I felt that like that hate, like that that that. Oh, you're like privileged. You grew up in California. Like yeah. you have the you live by the beach. And oh, like, my okay. spe- must be nice having like you know every ecosystem within a three-hour drive. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> People like sort of turn their noses <laughs> up at that, and I was kind of bummed to be honest. But yeah. um, which it sucks because that's not you're not like uh, 
I feel like people get a certain thing in their head about California people, and like you're not that type yeah. of stereotype <laughs> at all. Right, yeah. but I, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I like love country music. Like when I was a kid, I always dressed up like a cowboy and shit. And so I, I, I wanted to move out there and like really pursue the country thing. But yeah, I, I did feel a lot of like adversity towards that. But I just, I just try to embrace like the the culture out there, you know, and, and sort of like learn what I can, I guess. And uh, had some really dope gigs. Played at like Robert's Western World every week for yeah, like, two years. And, like Don Kelly styles, telly shredding. And so like, I mean, I did that, you know, and it was like a little Cal- a Jewish Persian California boy, like playing like all this legit shit. So, I mean, I, I did it like on a pretty cool level. So I'm not, uh, I'm not mad at it, you know? Oh yeah. And I don't yeah, know. You play, you're the one, one of the most authentic, you know, country guitar players I've ever seen in my life. You yeah. do things that, you know, we've seen, we've been in Nashville, we've seen Nashville players rip, and you know, you're up there with the best I've ever seen do anything. So, thanks, yeah. man. You know, as far as we're concerned, we've been all over the world watching country music or people who are guitar players. So, you know, right? Yeah. Don't let I mean, any Nashville idiot tell you, you know, <laughs> you can't play country. I mean, yeah, it's like that's why I played with Kelsey, you know, it's like she couldn't find like a dope country guitar player in Nashville who yeah. was like from Nashville or, or somewhere more country than where I'm from. <laughs> so, so like, yeah, I, I mean, I, I was able to crack into that scene and stuff. And yeah, I'm very blessed, you know. And uh, yeah, I just went super hard on that shit. I love that. I love that stuff. Like, it's like guitar player Disneyland. Like, you just show up and play three chords and just. Shred, shred faces. <laughs> yeah like when i saw don kelly and like you know daniel donato like up there like oh, ripping wow. it i was yeah. like dude these dudes are playing like gcd at like 500 bpm yeah. <laughs> and he's just like ripping like 16th notes. <laughs> yeah and yeah. you're playing like you can, you can do all this like cool yeah. jazzy type mm-hmm. stuff bluesy bands country but i was like yeah. oh my god like you want to be a ripping guitar player like yeah. be a country yeah. like damn yeah. Yeah, and it's kind of cool because it's like not many people think about that being from where we're from. Yeah. So I kind of took this route of like, oh, like maybe well, this is something that would be different, you know, and be interesting and stuff. And yeah, you know what's interesting about that, Mike, is I felt that way uh, at first. It was so interesting to me when Robert John, when we first met Robert, met you know the band and stuff, where it's. You know, RG's is from Orange County, you know, and I'm like, where do you get all this? You know, like it, it he has this like even when you meet him, it, mm-hmm. he has this like Midwest demeanor, this just approachability to him. And I think it does have a big, you know, a lot of it is his whole mom side, right? He's from South Dakota. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's so interesting. Uh, at for your first perception was like, wait, Southern you're from Southern Cal- Southern California, and you're playing like country esque kind of folk. That's not my first thing, but the dope thing now is that Orange County has such a dope, uh, like you know, uh, folk uh, blues scene now. And I think that Robert John and Rec was a big kind of pusher of that scene, which is I don't know. I think it's dope. Yeah, for sure. I I, I think you can associate any type of music with a location. Um, especially like California because like Merle Haggard is from California and yeah. Buck Owens and, and like California really has like a huge piece of of uh, 
country history, especially mm-hmm. like Graham Parsons, Flying Burrito Brothers, Chris man. Hillman. Yep. Like, man, there's so much shit. Um, and like super legit stuff that's like arguably better than, than Nashville stuff. So, yeah. I, I mean, it, it definitely lives out here too. But yeah, being from South Dakota, you're definitely going to be a little country. Like, I got a buddy from South Dakota that's like, he was like got kicked off his bull riding team and shit. So like, <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty country, you know. But yeah. wait, why did he get kicked off? Fuck, dude. Smoking you weed. Can't smoke, <laughs> smoke weed in South Dakota, man. He sounds like a bull rider, Kenny Kessick. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Kenny K. Kenny K and the Dead Cowboys. Dope band. Check them out. Kenny's Hell yeah. still riding bulls. I I saw his Instagram. He was like. I don't know, on a ranch, like, chasing cattle around fucking the other day. So I think he's right. back in South Dakota. Like, Wait, who, sorry, who? Kenny K and what? What's the, the band name? The Dead Cowboys. Kenny K and the Dead Cowboys. I'm going to look at them. That's it. He's uh, so, well, yeah, we'll pop a link in the uh, in the description here for all you uh, Apple and Spotify listeners as well. Oh, hell yeah. Honky Tonk Band from Nashville, Tennessee, founded by friends and bandmates. That's it, baby. Kenny K Kenny Christian. Kenny Cassick. Yeah. So that's that's dope. Yeah. He is a cowboy looking at his Instagram. Yeah. Oh is. yeah. Kenny's badass, dude. Great guitar player. Just that's I played, played. I, one time uh moved to Nashville, I would go out there from time to time and like hang out in friends' houses. And one time he invited me to do this gig out of town in Dixon, Tennessee, at this place called the Wanted Saloon. Which uh so we drove out to the Wanted Saloon and sets me up and it's like him on strat with like a marshal and like this dude on like keyboard and a drummer and no bass player and i'm playing guitar and so we're out of this bar and you know it's just like this weird wild time and at the end of the night he goes into uh sweet home alabama and i'm like singing from his amp and i'm like this sounds like the record but better like this is insane like this dude knows which pickup position to put the strat in through the marshal to get the fucking like sweet home Alabama tone. And then he goes into Freebird, and I'll never forget how hard he crushed those songs. It was literally like a religious experience. <laughs> like, I never thought somebody could live and breathe Leonard Skinner like that. That's dope. <laughs> it was sad. Mike, what's the what's the indie scene in Nashville like? Is there one, or is it like you have to be an established band to play at the dope spots? There's definitely a big indie scene, especially in East Nashville at places like the Five Spot, like where y'all played. Yeah. They have like a Sunday Night Soul that's like all sort of like soul music, R and B, um, hip hop. There's I used to go to this jam on Wednesdays that was like very like L A. Like neo soul, like you'd have rappers come up and people would be playing grooves, and you could just like blow, like you know, really, go really hard on your solo improv. And there's a lot of um, like I guess underground bands that encompass a lot of genres. Like a lot of people I know are like doing like old school country, which really like the mainstream like doesn't really want anything to do with, but like they sort of keep that scene alive. There's a dude named Chris Scruggs you could check out on Sunday nights. He does a super legit like cowboy sing-songy type thing but chris is an insane instrumentalist can play like some of the best like steel guitar with no pedals oh wow. like oh yeah it's chris scruggs is like he let me borrow some uh like his steel guitar to learn and he hooked me up with some really dope gigs like with allison krauss and shit but, wow um, nice. yeah chris, 
Chris you play with and, Allison Krauss? I did once, actually, yeah. So this was probably like the coolest gig I ever got to do, and it was because Chris's recommendation. But uh, it was for John Carter Cash, who's John and or Johnny and June's son, only son, and uh, wow. he, and we played Johnny Cash's like the 50th anniversary of like Folsom Prison Blues uh, or something at his uh, boyhood home in Arkansas. Holy shit! Uh, and it and her and Jamie Johnson. <laughs> We're like the front people, and I was yeah. on lead guitar. Yeah, it was wow. nuts. And like, and the other guitar player was uh, is uh, Jamie Hartford, who's John Hartford's son. John Hartford wrote uh, "Gentle on My Mind," and like, if you ever check out John Hartford, John Hartford is fucking badass. But um, yeah, that was a heavy gig. Wow. But, uh, yeah. Damn. But yeah. Chris Are you done. ever so when you go to play with with someone like that, as big as that, like Allison Krauss? Like, are you freaking the fuck out? Or are you just like, I would be freaking the fuck out. I'm like, holy shit. At, at, like, when we're actually on stage playing, no. Like, I just focus on on the music and just play. But, like, when we first meet and stuff and, like, when we're hanging out, I, like, that's when I, like, freak out. Yeah. A lot more. It's like, holy shit. Like, this person is getting to know me as a person or, like, I'm <laughs> yeah. getting to know them. Or they're like, you know, I have like scared. Like, what if they don't like me or something? Like, what if I say something that pisses them off? Oh my god! Well, it's it's a yeah, it's it's walking that line of like like should I be completely and unabashedly me, or should right. I like right. you know sit and listen for a little bit and you know figure out what the fuck's going on in the room for a like second. I want to be me, like yeah. I want to just like jump out of my shell and yeah, like, yeah. go crazy, but I because like some. Sometimes that's really authentic, but sometimes it might not be, you know? It, de- like, it depends on the person, you know? It depends. And, yeah, it depends on the situation. So I just try to ride that line of, yeah. like, just being really respectful and just, like, cool and, like, whatever. Well, you know? and, and Mike, like, you've always been, in in my experience with you, like, everybody that we've met for the first time, like, you're, you're just a respectful dude, you know, yeah. like, first Thanks, and man. foremost and stuff. So, like, there's never any question of that. But I realized that, like when you're meeting, you know, these people that like somehow carry a little more weight because of what they've done or because you're working with them for the first time and that kind of, uh, navigating, you know, the situation of, you know, Oh, well I'm here for this. So, but I can't really completely be myself because I need to see what's going on because of, you know, something that they've done or like the weight that they hold or something. And it's that, that kind of checking yourself a little bit. Like I get that too, like very rarely, but every once and again, it's like, Oh fuck. Like, why am I putting so much importance on this? Like I should just be me. It's worked for me this far, you know? Yeah. I mean? And I'm not an asshole, you know? No. I mean? And you're a great guy. And like, and like, we love you, you know? And, and like you work with some heavy people too. Like we were talking about like Warren and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And- and, and, and like yeah, yeah thank you, thank you. I know my, I'm no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. But but, exactly. but it is it is weird. Like when you meet your heroes, you know what I mean. And like when when you're, you know, in in the room with some of these people, and you're you just like want to be you, but you're and you're not ever really yeah. like a you know fanboy oh. or anything. You know, like you're. you're I, I don't like, even know that I have the answer to that. Like I'm gonna be yeah. honest. Like I I don't I. I still freak out like in that inside, like I'm like, holy shit. Like I met like some of the crazy people and, and it's also like their vibe too. Like what, like, yeah. cause some people could be 
like overly like just fucking go crazy like be yourself like i met uh steve's thanks jeff i met jeff uh, says steve's an asshole. zach wild <laughs> one time and like zach wild like that dude was it was like oh man just fucking go crazy and mm. he'll, he'll like you more you know what i mean like <laughs> go nuts but don't be a dick Kidding. but like but it's okay to yeah, like go, be a little go weird. nuts. Don't go too far. <laughs> but go but nuts. don't go too far. But it's responsible. Like, it's like yeah. drink a beer and like to. fucking party. get turned up. You but know? not yeah. party. But know where the line is. But we're not going to tell you where it is. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. The music music industry is is weird like that. Like you can read yeah. books on it and stuff, but it's not until you have those real experiences where you really yeah. think so hard about about like yeah how to act and what to say, what to look like. I mean, holy shit! Yeah. It's like. All that shit is right there. In one second, they see you, you talk, that's it. Like, yeah. that's your shot, you know? So you just got to be, you got to be prepared for shit like that, too. You know? Because, like like you said, like, this is a small world. Yeah. And that's sort of, like, the the biggest challenge of it is that, like, you will be presented with, like, really huge people. And, like, all that shit happens in a flash. And, like, yeah. what if you, like, you know, don't act your best or you, yeah. you don't bring your best self to the table. Well, not so it's, outside it of music pretty, too. It's, scary, just, you know? it's I think it's first impressions in general, you know what I mean? But it's when, right. you know, it's like when you want to get the job, you know, like right. how, how would yeah. you walk into like, if you were interviewing for, you know, whatever thing, regardless of if it's music or, you know, anything creative or anything like you're, you're applying for a job. It's like, what do you bring to the company? And I'm like a new employee. You know, like yeah, if that's your approach, exactly. that's cool. Yeah. And, but, and that's where like the real world yeah. too, like really helps out music. Like I feel like musicians yeah, like are innately like, oh, I got to like rebel and be like 1000% fucking music till I die. And like, oh, I got to be anything on else all music. I got to be all, all music. But like, yo, yeah, like yeah. go fucking work at like lens crafters or some shit <laughs> and then fucking make music. And you yeah. will be like, damn, like <laughs> I learned some shit about customer service yeah about how to act how to show up how to you know what i mean yep. like that's real shit like yep. and you got to bring that to the table who's yeah. cutting the check fuck yeah mike i love <laughs> yeah. that real yeah. you know man because it's okay to like have a have a living and a way to fund your you know passion which you know what i mean like you got to make a living at it or you gotta you know your music's gotta be paying for your life so you can really be like i'm a musician full time otherwise but it's okay to like make money somewhere else like no one's judging you for that you know what i'm saying like music is just i don't know it's there you love it you gotta you gotta serve that you know but you don't have to kill yourself over it yeah I think I think As the most who practices the shitload. That's good to hear from you. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, well I learned Mike, that. Like I, 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 I know. I, that's what like, I just see. You know, he's constantly posting himself on Instagram and stuff. Practicing makes me feel bad. Who oh. is this? You. You. Oh, me. <laughs> I used to. Who is this? Dude, your your lick of the day series was day. fucking epic, dude. I mean, yeah, you're, you had some but that's but, but that's the thing is is like. You know, you can do that and still do shit too. Like, you know, and a lot of it is like efficiency in learning. Yeah. Like, how are you learning, and what are you learning? Why are you learning it? How how are you memorizing this shit? Like, if you sit down and and try to learn, like I, I use this example the other day. Like, if you trace a Picasso, it's not that fucking hard. Like yeah. you put it on a light, you you look at where the lines are, the colors, 
and yeah. you fucking trace it. That's uh, me. Like, yeah, I mean, yo, guys. I feel like create a Picasso is a different whole different yeah, exactly. But you yeah. should probably study at least the a few Picassos <laughs> before you're going to create your own. So that's like my whole mentality is like, yeah, I can like learn any guitar solo. Like, it doesn't matter what the fuck it is. If I play it a million times, I'm going to be able to play it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, okay, then what do I do with that to create my own shit? That's where I'm at now, you know? Trying to take that shit and make something. Those are own. wise words. You're yeah, a man. great guitar teacher. You're yeah. a great teacher just in general. I do give lessons, by the way. You can hit me up, DM me for lessons at facebook.com slash Mike Khalil, Instagram at Khalil in it. Please uh, ask me my lessons. Have- Yes. Have, uh, yes. Podcast lessons from Henry before, so that's not you know crazy that someone yeah. might uh, take you up on that. Yeah. I yeah. love that I handle, know. like Khalil in it is Khalil fucking. It. Yes, I love that. Dude. <laughs> thank you. I can thank my ex girlfriend for that one. Thank you, Emily. <laughs> my forever Instagram handle. Wow. My forever Instagram handle. Yeah, that is bad. <laughs> that's something like that's something you never think about. Never make an Instagram handle with your girlfriend. Yeah, right. You can for the rest of your life. This is yeah. a funny bit. Brett, Brett flush that out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, okay, so we've been playing this game. We played it last time. And I think we're going to close oh, out yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, and Mike, you're yeah. invited back whenever you want because you're awesome and you always have new awesome things to yeah, say. Yeah, buddy. Hey, uh, hey, and welcome back to town, yeah. man. We missed you for the last four years. Oh, yeah, man. I missed you all too, dude. I'm really super, super stoked to be back here. Yeah. Man. Like, thank, thank God for 2020 and how fucked up this year is and how it allowed me to come back home, bro. Silver linings, man. So for... Man, I'm making the best of it. For for all of you uh, uh, not from Southern California or not aware of the topography or geography of Southern California, uh, (laughs) Mike... I got this dope California State Park shirt on. I love the copies, dude. I was going to ask you what that shirt was. (laughs) Swabby, Mike, bro. <laughs> Mike lives like a 15 to 20 minute drive away from my house, which is yeah. close to Brett and everybody. Henry and well, Henry's technically closer yeah. now, but uh, I'm in Orange County. I yeah. am in Orange County. I'm in Seal Beach. Seal Beach. Is that oh. I'm in North Orange County. That's right. So yeah. right on the border of LA, I'm like 30 minutes from Echo Park, but I can be in Costa Mesa in 30 minutes. Like it's all. Or let's set a Zoom time for some fucking lessons. Let's go. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> I love teaching. I actually like, I really enjoy it, especially Zoom lessons. Like, oh man, I have a ball doing Zoom lessons. I wish I had more students. I love teaching. You don't have to put pants on, you. dude. No, you and just I just have to look and good from the waist better, down. Man. Actually, teach better that way. <laughs> it's so, the uh, never gonna teach it's, it's the usher man. Makes it sound the, better. The usher right? Yeah, everything better without pants. <laughs> makes it sound better. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah less restrictive, less inhibited. Yeah, you're, you're good. Awesome. Yeah. All right, we gotta close out. We gotta close <laughs> yeah, out. It's yeah, getting yeah. late, so we're gonna close out on our game. Mike, you know you're in town. You're invited back anytime. We do this podcast every Monday night. The game is called Trump or Professional Musician. <laughs> so we listen to two quotes, and it's either going to be a professional musician from somewhere in history, or it's going to be Donald Trump. 
<laughs> okay, you ready? And then everyone votes at the same time, and we all listen to one quote, and then everyone decides whether it's Trump or yeah. not. Okay. Uh, well, keep uh, keep track of your own points. Too. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I forgot that we played this game last week. I keep more Trump quotes. <laughs> I so like, as you were saying, we're going to play this game again. I was Trump like, I was like, what game did we play last week? Yeah, and, can we vote like a professional <laughs> musician in the office, please? Just uh, yeah, hand, hand up I until mean, it's good, and then you fucking drop it. You. Me? For president? <laughs> so I'm going to give you one example first so just we can play. We used this one last time, but it said, it's, I'm so much fun, every kid wishes I was their grandpa. Donald <laughs> Trump. Trump or Trump. professional musician. Trump. Professional so, musician. So that's Ted Nugent who said that. <laughs> wow. Nice, Brett. Nice. So that's our that's our – Starter one, because we already used that one last week, but that just yeah, gives you the idea, right? Okay. Oh, Have you right. ever seen the Ted Nugent video of him shooting the keyboard? No. Oh, no. oh, you oh got to see it. Dude. You got to send it to me, and I'll link oh. it in the description after I edit this shit in a couple of hours. Oh, my yeah, yeah, we'll watch it after. We'll, we'll watch it after. <laughs> oh, man, it's so good. All right. Okay. All right, I'll send it to you. Game time. Let's go. Oh, I think I used this one last time, too. Okay. Okay. We were I, I, I had it's a good okay. one. Everyone has his or her own way of letting go steam, letting go of tension and changing thinking patterns. Whatever works for you is the best choice as long as it's not self-destructive or self-destructive to others or destructive to others. Excuse me. Professional musician. Everyone has his or her own way of letting go steam, letting go of tension and changing thinking patterns. Whatever works for you is the best choice, as long as it's not self-destructive or destructive to others. Donald Trump or a famous musician? Professional famous musician. musician. It's way too smart for Donald Trump. Yeah, that's way too. Yeah, exactly. It's not egocentric. Oh, we're gonna get fucked on this, guys. It's Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump. <laughs> really? It's like I, I said at the beginning of the stream. What? What year? Sounds intelligible sometimes, and it's hard to accept. Well, here's the tricky part. Here's the tricky part is sometimes these quotes come out of his books. Okay. Uh, that means he might have been working with a ghostwriter, but it's technically right. a Trump quote. It's and definitely it edited, cool, yeah. Guys. So I'm picking really ambiguous kind of quotes. Okay. okay. All right. I got zero. Yeah, I'm zero one, for two. This one's topical. Okay. Toots and the My Tall is practicing backstage at a show. They sounded terrific, and I went out to listen to them for a while. The music relaxed me, and surprisingly, I wasn't nervous. Trump. Yeah, I'll go Trump, Trump on that one. Trump, professional Trump musician. or professional musician? Professional yeah, musician. I'm going Trump, too. <laughs> for Thanks Trump, for one, one pro musician? Two, uh, musician. Musician. Oh, two musician, three Trump. That's Definitely. Donald Trump. What? Yeah! Being backstage at Saturday Night Live when Toots and the My Tals were playing. Wow. Well, when he was 19? <laughs> Wow. Oh, wow. Uh, there's some good ones on here that you guys are never going to get. Okay. Uh, did I already say this one? I think I did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to skip that one. Sorry. Uh, the government is so out of control. It is so bloated and infested with fraud and deceit and corruption and abuse of power. Donald Trump or professional musician. The government is so out of control. It is so bloated and infested with fraud and deceit and corruption and abuse of power. Professional musician. I'm going to go Trump again. I'm going to go musician. I'm going to go pro. How many musicians? One, two, three musicians? Oh, wait, I'm a musician, yeah. Uh, who else is Trump? Some of Trump in this? I, I, I'm going to do that one then. I'm going to just to be contrary. This is also Ted Nugent. 
Ah, yes! there we go. I got one. So everyone got that one for prese- professional. I feel like this oh, yeah, game um, should just we've be alternated. Trump. It will be eventually because <laughs> hey, no, yeah, we, we had some answers from Tom or some uh, statements from Tom Petty last time. So that's good. oh yeah, all the Tom that's Petty right. ones actually did sound a lot like Trump. Yeah, oh, yeah. I sent you guys the link to the uh, Ted News and showing the people. Oh hell yeah! So check it out right. in the description below. Uh, I'll post it up there later. Andrew, next statement. Okay, one one more. Okay. We don't run out. Uh, let's see here. I think I did that one too. I didn't do a good job of bleeding these. When asked the question, I always say the Beatles' White Album. This is in regard to what's your favorite album. When asked the question, I always say the Beatles' White Album. It's pure genius all the way through and contains so many different styles of songs throughout. It's Ed Hatchy, cutting edge, sad, and experimental. Trump or professional musician? <laughs> I'm going I think that's a quote from Trump's book. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's. Uh, yeah. Andrew's face uh, gave away. And just hiding. It's like Trump would you're have trying a fucking, to, you're like, trying to trick ready me. made answer. It's like a like, both A and B yeah, exactly. situation. That's exactly the what Bible. Like. It's riveting. It's yeah, so exactly, yeah. mysterious. It's, yeah, it's sad, happy. It's everything. I love this game now. It just teaches everyone not to trust themselves. That is a professional musician. Ah, who was it? Damn. That is Mark Hoppus from Blink-182. <laughs> Good man, Mark Hoppus. Fuck Mark Hoppus. Mark. <laughs> God damn it. I love this game. What's the score? How many? Who, who have what? I have one. Uh, I, got I think one. I'm like I two, one. Two, two for five? I think Mike had two. Two out of three. Henry, what'd you get? How many? We do total. Three. Three? Sixteen. Put me at zero. <laughs> Mike Khalil, you're the winner. <laughs> our winner Good job, buddy. Really? I, won? I, think, I think you won that shit. Yeah. I won? You won, Oh, man. my God. I'm a winner. Finally. <laughs> hey, I'm a you. winner. Finally. I love that everyone's playing in the comments, too. Keep scoring the comments. We'll you know, give you a shout-out. Whoever yeah, yeah, wins yeah. at the end. Bruce will be the official scorekeeper. <laughs> Ted Nugent. <laughs> yeah. Bruce Hensky, shout out. Oh, this is <laughs> yeah, going to be Trump versus Ted Nugent. I like one. fooling everyone, too. It's, it's super fun to just... Ted Nugent, Bruce is, said, a yeah. Ted Nugent is a professional musician. He makes money at music. Professional musician sounds dumb. Famous musician at some point in time sounds better. Well, he is both. Skylar oh, Mihal says bored. Like a bunch of people's like quotes from like the fifties or something like that, like in like a pretty like aggressive era of being different than right now. And I feel like I could get some pretty good quotes. Oh yeah, like, weird Elvis quotes or weird like Frank Sinatra quotes. I would love to play this game again. This was awesome. Trump or <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one. <laughs> that to be back on the podcast. Yeah, please do. You're right. Hit me up, Henry. Two of what? Oh, we're we're gonna do Our plenty tech. of shit oh, together, oh. Mike. That never happens again. <laughs> so stoked you're back in town, brother. I'm Yo, it's good to be here. Like, we need to do the Robert John and Friends record while everyone's right. at home and yeah. Because no uh, shit, dude, I'd be all talked about that. doing that yeah. record a million times. That it's probably gonna be a hundred tracks big. It probably will never finish it. We should just be like constantly releasing Robert John and Friends stuff. Yeah. Yeah, just do like um, a little stream, like like videos, and just like release them every like six weeks or some shit, you know? Yeah, maybe we could do or that. Or not yeah. or, Brett or me we'll, or whoever. We'll do like every. Yeah, that'll uh, be awesome. You know yeah. what we should do? We should do it like like once a month at DJE. 
and film it. That'd be amazing. And fucking DJ record is it. like the craziest, yeah, most dude. awesome ever. Oh my god, like, that would be either. fucking amazing. Yeah, like, if we could just lock yeah, down like cool. one day a week to super go dope. and do that yeah. like all day, push it together, fucking oh yeah, oh that'd be so great. Let's go. So what do we have coming up, Andrew? Um, we still have the thing we can't talk about that we're almost done with. We're gonna finish this weekend, but yeah, um, it's so exciting. You guys are gonna be stoked. There's gonna be a badass shirt attached to it. Yeah. So and thanks to everyone who got the American flag T-shirt. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this yeah. So we got that out, and it made our Labor Day, and it you know you know that stuff really does help us. I swear it 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 makes it so we can continue you know making music and stuff like that, and yeah. pay for rehearsals and pay for all the things it takes to do all this stuff because we spend a lot of time. Not that we don't love it, but you know shit costs money. We live in California, so yeah. it's expensive, and <laughs> you know every merch that you guys buy really 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 does help us, and yes. we appreciate every bit of it and we're constantly trying to make more interesting stuff for you guys so this next thing is specifically for podcast listeners and people who like more of the long form thing and who maybe don't know about some of our other stuff so that's as much as I'll give away right now but that's coming up in about two weeks here and then what else do we have going on well we still I mean we still have obviously the American flag shirts at the store bandanas are back and there's actually a lot of just a lot of cool shit coming up. So I think you should just stay tuned. Your updates have been posted for next year. All that sort of shit. There's a yeah, lot of shit. Uh, Bruce just brought up the, uh, the bottom off the after party is tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, we'll be featured on that. We found out that it's not like a chat live stream type thing. Uh, we were asking their team about it, and uh, it seemed like it was just a uh, just video, if I'm not mistaken we were asking if we can get tickets into the joe bonamassa thing and i don't know if it exactly works like that so if you but do let me know i'll bring my rap pedal i'm super curious <laughs> to hear that rap pedal because i haven't heard okay, uh, my guitar player my 16 had a rat he played a rat into a jazz chorus it, oh that's legendary <laughs> like oh my yes. god Oh, and, uh, that's like my dream rig right there. It's, it's the most 80s thing ever. Exactly, yeah. I just love that pedal. Every time I like find it in plugins or something like that, I was like, let's see what the rat sounds like. It's so fuzzy and thick. Okay, I did. I'm breaking my own rolls, Mike. Sorry. You said <laughs> Joe Bonamassa. I had to like bring it back. Anyway, hey. uh, I'll be happy to talk to you after this is over about here <laughs> for the next like 10 hours. So does Henry. Just to recap. Uh, for all you guys, the uh, the Joe Bonamassa stream, uh, he's doing live at the Ryman on Sunday. Uh, this Ryman. coming this coming Sunday, uh, September twentieth, which is going to be awesome. We are we have some stuff going uh, for their digital after party uh, since it's still a quarantine and uh, and it's going to be a virtual experience and everything. So uh, check the link below and go and get your stuff for that and and we'll see you there um i'm gonna be watching on sunday and and uh yeah so hit us up it's gonna be really wow cool. yeah it's gonna be awesome and Do you thank, guys film it already thank you to joe and all the guys for uh for yeah we did yeah Fuck, i had to play guitar crazy. seriously yeah yeah we did an acoustic set and i played the uh, I didn't solo, but I played Henry's parts. 
Wait, this is blowing my mind right now. So you're going to watch a Joe Bonamassa show, and then the after party, they're going to watch, like, Robert John stuff. Like, right? A little set. Yeah, they're little yeah. micro sets. It's a little after party. It's like a little taster. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Wow, that's and, so cool. And shout out to Joe and, and Joe's whole team, too, um, that has just been so, so fucking kind to all of us, like, up-and-comers and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, like they've, they've really taken yeah. a chance on us and, and given us opportunities that – uh, most people don't get, and it's and it's really you know on. I, I feel very honored for our band to be, you know, thought of and and included in what he's doing, and so to okay. to, their, to their whole team, man, like thank you guys so much. It means the fucking world to us. So, All right, find yeah. it out. Yep. All right. Well, we will see you next Monday, which is going to be super fun. And uh, we've got another amazing guest for you next week. And Brett's going to be joining us all month, which uh, whether he likes it or not, I love you, Breezy. And uh, be good to each other out there and get fucking wrecked. Go check out our store. Go check out the links below. Be good to each other. And we'll see you next week. Get fucking wrecked.